0: Welcome to
1: another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
0: And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. The stormy Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. Kath, uh, we were doing some back-to-school planning, and my wife said, "Uh, we're going to buy you um, a staple, a stapler, and some rulers and some pens. (laughs) My kid said, I I don't need that. Uh Uh-huh. When's the last time you used a stapler?
2: Uh, I use a stapler. Is this a joke question?
0: No. I just, you know, because I don't use a stapler.
2: I use a stapler every day. Every day? my life. What are you stapling? I believe in a stapler. This this whole, like, paperclip thing gets on my nerves.
0: Paper, people aren't even using papers anymore.
2: Okay. I use a lot of papers. <laughs> I believe in papers. Okay. Yeah. And I don't trust a paperclip. Do you not know this about me?
0: No, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't like a stapler. I don't
2: trust a paperclip.
0: Why? You think it's going to fall you apart. You know what? And I just I feel
2: like it's a little haphazard.
0: The paperclip?
2: Uh-huh. Really? I like a stapler. I didn't know you had a bias. Because there. it's a little more determined.
0: It is very I'd say it's semi-permanent, right? But it's I, also determined. But you know what?
2: But it's semi-permanent. It's not too hard to get a staple out.
0: Oh, it's kind of hard. That's no, why they make a special tool for it. I don't it.
2: think it's that hard. Yeah. I just, I, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to mess around halfway.
0: Want you use some crazy glue? <laughs> I mean, just, just to really make sure that those papers are attached.
2: Oh, we have never talked about this before. No, we haven't.
0: No, no. I mean... Happy this, to
2: be talking about it
0: now. But I would imagine the 20-somethings, no one uses a stapler. Christy? Christy's our, uh, our newest... Uh, producer here
2: our newest producer like we've had we've had 13 oh, we, we go, go through, through the like, matches apparently. around
0: here uh, you know the emotional toll that's on a producer yeah so do you, do
2: you use a stapler christy
0: yeah, do I, I
3: don't and, and i don't use a lot of paper either i use my ipad with a pencil
0: mm-hmm.
2: oh yeah i have an i have a uh, an ipad with a pencil as what? well but well, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: well
5: i'm not
2: trying to make you feel well. left out or anything but here's the thing christy um i if i write things down on my ipad I don't remember them mm. as well as if I write them down on paper. Yeah. I, I don't have that problem. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh, yeah. I use Post-it Christy. notes. Did you used, pick her? I did. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We said she's our latest producer. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, we just turned the calendar page. All of a sudden, she's gone. That's all. I'm just saying.
2: That's not true. No, Christy, we're just kidding. We love you. We, we do. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you one more question, though.
0: Uh, you, if this you, is the first question you've asked No,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm asking her. Oh, my
0: God. Uh, all if, of a sudden, it's a Kathy and Christie show. Do you
2: do you remember? <laughs> do you have a hard time remembering things that you read on your iPad mm. or on your phone? Differently than if you read them on paper.
3: I, I don't think I don't so because I'm not reading from paper. I don't think so. Oh, like, you don't. You don't, you don't, you know don't really, really in meetings. I get like the PDF version and just read it from my iPad.
0: Do you, do you not read books?
3: I mean, I do, but. I mean, I remember what happens in books. That's to me, that's like different. Than- but do you rem- do you re- do you read them on uh, like a Kindle or an iPad, or do you read a paper? So it depends. Sometimes I buy the paper version or a okay. hardback version.
2: Sure, right? Because that's because otherwise you're just fooling around. That's right. Right. Last but-
0: question: Do you like a peach or a pear? Peach. <laughs> just curious. All right. All right. Okay. Anyway, I just no, kind of that was that thinking about a stapler already. and it devolved into something else. It really did. Truly, I'm sorry. Okay. If anyone
2: needs a stapler, you can always come to my office. Or the
0: roller coaster, which is what we call it around here. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: right. Exactly.
0: As we always do, we get under the way with the top of the show by looking at the news stories of the day. Kath, would you please give us the top four at four?
2: For Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. That's today. Mm. Number one. A group of 19 Senate Republicans, led by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, joined the entire Democratic caucus in passing a $1.2 trillion, I say trillion dollar infrastructure, infrastructure? infrastructure package today. According to USA Today, the bill passed with a vote of 69 to 30, more than two weeks after President Joe Biden declared, quote, we have a deal with a bipartisan group of negotiators. Number two. Students of Pittsburgh Public Schools, John, mm. not going to return to class at the right time. Why hurry? It's the big deal. Get
0: back when you want to.
2: They won't return to class until September 8th to give the district more time to iron out transportation issues, according to the trip. Classes were initially set to start August 25th. Apparently, John, the district needs more time to address busing issues that include a shortage of more than 400 bus drivers and 11,000 fewer seats on buses needed for students i
0: just snuck up on them
2: (laughs) they well they didn't know
0: that's all that it was coming hey
2: really we're starting school
0: what's going on
2: the district is working down another carrier and working with port authority to tackle those issues officials are promoting a quote release your seat campaign for parents who are able to take their kids to school or who have other options that mean they don't need to be bused so under these proposed changes for the calendar that means teachers will return to school on august 30th Mm -hmm. But the last day for students next year is going to be June 22nd. Oh, that's
0: painful. That is painful.
2: Number three, in case you were feeling okay about your fitness level, you might want to reevaluate as news comes from Lake Tahoe, Nevada today that a 14-year-old California boy has become the youngest person to swim the entire 21.3-mile length of Lake Tahoe (laughs) and complete the Alpine Lake's coveted Triple Crown. Mm. According to ABC News today, James Savage earlier swam the other two legs of the Lake Tahoe Triple Crown, all 10 miles or longer. The trip across the lake started in South Lake Tahoe, California, ended in the Nevada town of Incline Village, and James family says he's been swimming almost every day since he was in 3rd grade. That's so cool. Get ready. At age 8, he swam from Alcatraz to San Francisco. Oh my gosh. James says he enjoys swimming in pools, but quote, "They're pretty much all the same." <laughs>
0: That's so
2: cool. And number four, you know how much I love a weird animal story, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, bad news for us and the reptile. There's another alligator on the loose, this time in West Mifflin. The West Mifflin Police Department shared a photo on its Facebook page this morning of a gator crossing New England Road. They had a little fun in the post. They said, quote, didn't respond to any of the names we called it, and we weren't able to check for a chip.
0: It's not a dog.
2: (laughs) It's only the latest alligator-related headline in the region, says the PG. In 2019, stray alligators were picked up in Beachview. That was the ornery reptile named Chomp. Also, an alligator picked up in Carrick, in Lawrenceville, and in Shaler. Also in 2019, an alligator was captured at Riverfront Park in the south side, in 2020, if you remember, alligators were stolen from an Indiana County pet shop. And in March, in case you're keeping track, Pittsburgh City Council voted to ban the sale of alligators and red-eared slider turtles. And that is your top four. four. All
0: right. Be careful out there. Holy smokes. Can you imagine walking out of your back door or, oh, and there's and an alligator there? Hey, come on now. Let's keep on. Chomp moving. is a
2: good name for an alligator, though. Yeah. What do you think of the 14-year-old swimmer?
0: I love it so much. That is so cool, isn't it? Can
2: you imagine an 8 year old kid swimming from San Francisco to Alcatraz.
0: I mean, they made a movie about that, right? Right, <laughs> and it wasn't an eight-year-old kid. No, holy smokes! I mean, that's someone just born with a natural talent. That's that's sick. Who Who's found his thing, right? That's really, really. I love it amazing. so much. Uh, have you been to a pool this year?
2: No. Yeah, neither. I have was I. at the ocean.
0: Yeah, but not a pool.
2: I've not been to a pool. Huh. I'm surprised you haven't. You have no. a neighborhood pool. We do. What's wrong with that? It's been very hot.
0: It's a gorgeous pool. Why I'm,
2: aren't you there? I,
0: I, I'm not going before, and it's too late when I get there at home.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, you're just like turning into like a super introvert. You're going to become like a hermit and you're going to have raccoons living in your house.
0: Or an alligator. (laughs) I'll be in the backyard. All right. Uh, Let's stop and continue on in just a minute. We're going to talk about the gap decade. Mm -hmm. All right. This is, uh, let's talk about uh, staplers and the gap decade. Yeah, because
2: nobody in this gap decade apparently uses them.
0: All right. The gap decade when you're technically an adult but really don't feel like it yet. That's next on The Ride Home. W O R D. Moms are
4: the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus
1: on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at wordfm.com slash focus.
2: This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove
6: City for supporting the ride home. Thursday, August 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Be a part of Food for the Poor's virtual We Are One concert. This will be an evening filled with hope, unity, and celebration as we come together to experience the power of generosity to transform the world for those in need. Register today at foodforthepoor.org forward slash O-N-E to be a part of our silent auction filled with fantastic items including incredible trips to national and international destinations. That's foodforthepoor.org forward slash one.
7: The United States has killed Osama bin
4: Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others.
0: Get out there. We a Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel. Roger.
4: Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com.
1: Joe Buck and John Smoltz welcoming you back to the City Center Convenience Mart. Heather's moment has arrived, and you just hope all that training pays off. Heather lays down her purchase, but Randy rings it up as slowly as he can. Uh-oh. Yep, she's looking at the cigarettes. There's nothing good back there. Heather's arm is in motion, but she just grabs the gum off the counter. That's a slick move. Even Randy tips his cap to Heather. Stand up to cancer and rally wants you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to take a healthy
4: stand. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, and Remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF.
8: What done right? Call Doing It Right. You've been unfairly shut out from the housing of your choice. What can you do? In Pittsburgh, you have the legal right to rent or buy whatever you choose. No doors should slam due to ignorance or discrimination. Pittsburgh is a city of vibrant neighborhoods. Let's make sure Pittsburgh is the most livable city for everyone. Contact the City Commission on Human Relations for help opening those doors. (laughs) That's different.
0: We were talking with Chrissy yesterday about uh, binge-watching The Office. And this is new to us, The Golden Girls.
2: I mean, it's not. I mean, The Golden Girls isn't new.
0: No, but. But the binging of it is. The thing of it, you know, the the comfort of it. And so I went home last night and I did watch a couple episodes of The Office.
2: You're. Oh, oh, a couple episodes of The Office. The Golden Girls.
0: um, It's going to be a slow wade into The Golden Girls, to be honest. (laughs) It really is. It's just not something that appeals to me.
2: I don't think you can jump into that with little, (laughs) you know, prior thought and consideration. I mean, The
0: Office, I get, right? I mean, who.
2: Which I feel like if you haven't binged The Office at some point, I'm not sure I want to be your friend.
0: Uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, that really is. Katie Schnack is with us. She's a writer, a publicist. Uh, her articles have appeared in places like RelevantToday.com, Hello Giggles, Romper. She's got a new book out called The Gap Decade, and uh, you, you wonder about that, the 20s yeah. of The Gap Decade. How were your 20s?
2: I think my 20s were good. I enjoyed my 20s. I did too. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a memory. It sure is <laughs> our producer Christy's living them right now, and uh-huh. so is Katie. Hey, Katie, welcome
9: to the show. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm so good. Thank you for having me and Kathy. I kind of agree with you. If you haven't watched the office, I'm a little bit skeptical about you as a person. Hey, so I'm okay you on that. so we I can agree. we can
2: bond on that. I'm so glad, okay, so I want to I talk know. yeah I want to talk about binging some shows later on, but let's talk about the gap decade first. What yes. is it?
9: The Gap Decade. Well, wow. the Gap Decade is um, just a little book that I wrote. That kind of um, it just talks about the season of life that we all kind of walk through from 20s to 30s. That okay. is just confusing. It's just confusing, and it's I just something it. that I felt like needed to be discussed and just kind of looked at um, with a little bit of humor um, because we all kind of go through that that transitional struggle time.
2: All right. So transitional and struggle certainly exemplifies yes. my decade my decade too yeah between yeah. 20 and 30
0: yeah katie you, you yes. lived you lived in manhattan in the 20s is that true
9: i did yep yeah. we had one year in manhattan but um for us actually we lived in about five different states and so we just had job change after job change it was kind of hopping all over the country so what that brought um was a lot of starting over um which kind of it just, it made things even more confusing, really, just to kind of go from city to city and start over and over again and again. Um oh It was definitely a journey,
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, John also lived his gap year, or his gap year, no, his gap decade, decade. in Manhattan
0: as well. The entirety of it. Oh,
2: awesome.
8: Excellent. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I love
2: that. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was in Pittsburgh, but I'm sure that the experience of living in a gigantic city like that was totally different. John, I'll ask you first. Um How do you think your life would have been different if you were living here in the gap decade here in Pittsburgh? Uh,
0: A lot easier, (laughs) a lot less suffering, a few less
8: tears
0: (laughs) and a lot fewer opportunities. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, the the decade in New York was an excellent decade. It emboldened me. It uh, it made me uh, bigger than myself in some ways. And when I came back to Pittsburgh in my 30s, everything seemed a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. What, what about you, Katie? Tell I me. Mean, talk about, I mean, hopscotching around the country, meeting different people, doing different things. That had to make you a different, stronger, better person.
9: You know, and it did. And it was also just a really wonderful way to experience different cultures and just the way that people live. And then kind of for my husband, and I figure out how we wanted to live then, right? Uh, like, mm-hmm. did we want to live in that condo in New York City? Or did we want to live in, like, sleepy, beautiful Memphis? Um, it was interesting and I think that what's important as you are walking through that gap decade is to be open to like the journey, right? Like be open to take the, take the chance to go to New York if that's what you feel like is on your heart or take the job in a city you've never even heard of and you had to Google where it is. Um, just, you know, kind of the take the chances as you walk through. Right.
0: Okay. So you were married in your twenties. Yes.
9: Yeah, we got married at 21, which okay. is crazy. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's, so yeah.
0: that's a big difference, right? You had a partner to suffer alongside you or to enjoy alongside
9: you. Yeah, yeah, we did. And that's a really interesting point, too, because we kind of grew up together, mm, um, yeah. which can be helpful in marriage and which can also bring its own set of extra challenges, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I think the main thing for us, that, and it's the main thing in my book, too, because my book is... Super silly and kind of goofy, but the thing that I appreciate about my husband is no matter what season we are in, we always kept each other laughing. Um, which is just so important.
2: That is absolutely important. My sister told me when I was still in high school, she said, listen, when you think about getting married, marry somebody who makes you laugh because absolutely. life is hard enough. Yeah, that's good. I thought that was absolutely. really good. Okay, we're talking to Katie Schnack, her brand-new book, which I'm holding up for those of you that are watching the show on Facebook right now. It's called The Gap Decade, when you're technically an adult but really don't feel like it. Okay, so what about all of the don't feel like it parts? I mean, you're you're paying your rent or you're paying a mortgage. Mm -hmm. You've got a job. In your case, you had a spouse. Um, John Mm -hmm. was living in a different city, you know, trying to make his way in the acting world, you know, in a whole different environment, a whole different set of people, all those sorts of things. So a lot's coming at you fast. Um, Talk about that transition time trying to figure out like how to, just as my daughter says, I don't really know how to adult yet.
9: Right. I know. And that's uh, the adulting is the term that has been so, you know, cutely coined. Um, But I know it's, it's just, I think it comes so fast at us, right? Like we don't expect it. Like one minute I say like you're in a dorm with 20 of your best friends and the next minute you're in an apartment by yourself eating takeout food and crying on the weekend. Like, I don't know, whatever it is, it's just so different and it comes so fast. And then it's the thing that was so interesting to me is like everybody expected everybody felt like they should know what to do but nobody knew what to do right so there's like this expectation that you should be five steps ahead of where you are Mm -hmm. um but the reality is in your 20s and in your early 30s we're all just kind of figuring it out as we go along and i think that if we can be more honest about that and be more open about our own stories um as we go through those times 20s 30s 40s 50s beyond right because we're never gonna figure it all out um i just think it just it's just helpful. It's just helpful to be truthful about. Listen. The exact same yeah. Walking listen. Through, Katie, Katie, what you
2: said is so true. You feel like you should have it figured out and you feel like everybody else knows. Oh, exactly. that everyone's got their act together. Yeah, everybody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows. I mean, I know. nobody yeah,
0: everybody's making it up as they go along. You know that. Right. When
2: I was in my 20s, I, I was working full-time and I decided to go back to school. So I was working full-time and in school full-time and I thought i i I heard about a ton of people that did this they can't be that hard about a month in i thought what am i doing right i I thought i was gonna lose my mind yeah yeah yeah. so what about Mm -hmm. have have you had practiced any strategies like getting like being in groups so that you can kind of help yourself to understand that you're not alone to hear from other people get directives i mean i think for me
9: the main thing is just i just want to do my part right to make that other people feel comforted and then other people feel like okay like I'm never going to be an Instagram model or look online like I have it all together because I just feel like the world might not need more of that and what we need more of is honesty and what we need more of is just being truthful um through the good times and the bad right and so I don't know if I have like a technique or a tip but what I can tell you is that is so important when you open up and share your story truthfully and honestly. The people that come back and say, me too, and I've been right there with you, it's just, it's just life-giving. Mm, that's
0: good. Katie Schnack, the gap decade when you're technically an adult but really don't feel like it yet. So, Katie, what, what about God's provision in your life? What about your faith journey? Were you and your husband in your 20s Christians and you were relying on God's provision? Or were you somewhere, you know, in the ether land of uh, squishy um, theology?
9: Yes. No. I mean, we were both raised in Christian homes, um, so that was def- that's always been a backbone of where we come from, and that is something that definitely comes through in the Gap Decade book, um, just naturally, as if I'd be talking to my friend at a coffee shop, because that's just a part of who I am as a person. Um, for me, I feel like there were times when I just couldn't see. A light at the end of the tunnel. I didn't even know how long the tunnel was. I didn't even know if it was ever going to end. And so, and that happened so many times during this season when, um, you know, I was struggling with mental health, when we were trying to start a family, when we were trying to figure out finances, it was just relentless. Like it was thing after thing after thing. And so during those times, it was just literally me at probably 1am just asking God help, just help. Um, just asking for strength in the morning to get up the next day and have joy in my heart when i didn't feel like i could have joy in my heart again um and so that was it it was just such like a sweet simple desperate time um that we just leaned so hard on god and it's cool now especially as i was able to write this book to look back and see how many things were woven together for our good that we couldn't tell when we were 23 and waitressing and miserable um but i can tell now that it was it was it was perfect and it was the right journey and was it hard yes but it was It was for my good ultimately and it's cool to kind of look back and have that perspective
0: well that's a good word i think because you know i'm talking both kath and i have kids in their in our early 20s and you know i'm talking to my uh, 21 year old and he's like going everyone's you know so far ahead of me and i'm really anxious Mm -hmm. about what the future is going to be like and i i don't know what to expect and i you know feel like a failure and yada yada on all those things and i think everybody you know has followed those same thought patterns in their lives but you know if you're focused, right? I mean, that's one thing. If you're not, it's a whole other thing. It's just so difficult to try to make sense of what's ahead of you. But now, mm-hmm. you know, looking back, you can see, as you say, God's provision, how A connected yeah. to B, and that whole thing. But in the midst of it, man, it's painful.
9: It is. It is. It's, it can definitely be painful. For me, seasons of waiting are the hardest. Excuse <clears throat> me. Seasons when you just when you want to be like you've said, ten steps ahead but you just can't get there until, you know, for whatever reason. And that it's, it's a struggle. And so sometimes in times like that, when I knew that like God couldn't change my circumstance tomorrow, um, that's when I would just start praying to him. And just for the strength, like I said before, just for the strength and the joy to get through the day, even though I knew that, you know, whatever problem I was facing was not able to be fixed in 24 hours or two day Amazon prime. Right. Um, but I, but God would show up and give me that strength. And I think, like I say in the book, like, it's like a little mini miracle in itself. Yeah.
2: Katie, last question for you. Our, our time is almost up. Um, I want to ask yes. you about that decade in particular about people who want a, a different thing than they have. So, you know, there's, there are some people between 20, and 30 who want that job and, <laughs> and can't get it. Or they want to be dating somebody and haven't met anybody or they want to be married and the person they're dating doesn't want to be married or they want to have kids and they're not able to. I mean, it just seems like that's a decade where a lot of that, as you said, John, striving happens. So speak into that, Katie.
9: It is. It's really a decade where you're trying to acquire so many things and it can be hard when you can't acquire them as fast as you would like. Right. Um, I just, for me, I always feel like if there's something on your heart that has been, you know, it's very strong. Like, I want this in my life, and it's obviously a good, well-intended thing. Um, I think that there's something to that. Like, God does, you know, put—he does give us the desires of our heart. It's just not in the timing that we would always want, right? So for me, I think that, like, for me, for example, writing a book was always a huge dream of mine, and I literally would pray to God. I'd be like, can you just, like, take this dream away because it's really hard and annoying? And it'd be easier if my dream was, like, be an accountant, right, or, like, do something that's more practical. Yeah. But I feel like when we have those desires in our heart, we have to listen to them. We do because we get one life, and we get one shot, and we we got to go for it. We just do. And so I think just, like, being honest about to God about, like, hey, like, I want this. I want that spouse. I want that job. I want to go to New York City. And I do not know how it's going to be there. So either change my heart or open up a door. And I think that in those moments, you'll see an answer either way. Um, And it can be a really beautiful thing all
2: right that's really good katie schnack the book the gap decade when you're technically an adult but really don't feel like it i'm holding up the book right now on our facebook feed you can look at us right now live on facebook katie thanks for being with us but wait
0: though katie the office yes you're binge watching
2: thank you
9: what about the
0: golden girls
2: yeah you have any input on that katie
9: yeah, listen, I have, like, not watched an episode of The Girl and The Girl since, like, 1992. So mm-hmm. I'm not down that train. I know that it resurged in COVID because it was in nostalgia, but I haven't gotten there mm-hmm. yet. I mean, God bless Betty White. We all love her. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. I feel like a solid Michael Scott episode is just what we kind of need, right, to wind down at the end of the I day. I mean, for sure. I mean, <laughs> as
2: difficult and awkward as our current
9: life is, it's not as bad as that.
0: Right, because we all go to bed and go, thank exactly. God I'm not Michael Scott. Exactly.
9: <laughs> exactly. But, exactly. Thanks, Katie. You no. Know, Thank you guys so
0: much. Our pleasure. Thank you. Okay, that's good. The Gap Decade. Uh, I don't know. Boy, I'm glad I'm not there anymore. All right?
2: Yeah, but this is a terrific book for people who are. I'm excited about it. Good to meet Come back, Father Lou, coming up in a little bit. But first, a football player sues Ravi Zacharias Ministries. One listener
10: that stands out that I worked with recently was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders, and you know their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and never had any hardships in their life. Just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do to do this refinance, whether it's two, three, six months from now.
8: Our United, United Faith mortgage.
11: mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melbourne, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage lender license number 22672. McQueen Building Company
4: Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life, supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts. At Cornerstone Prep, Pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts, sports, AP and dual credit courses and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Cornerstone Prep. Preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net. Whether it's offering curbside or next day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities when it comes to serving you napa's motor never quits that's napa know-how
8: 101.5 wordfm pittsburgh on your smart speaker by saying play the word pittsburgh and on your phone via the word fm mobile app iHeartTuneIn and at radio.com
0: hey pittsburgh i'm father paul abernathy ceo of the neighborhood resilience project there's a lot to consider when it comes to your child's health But I know getting our children vaccinated with all CDC-recommended doses at the scheduled time is important to help protect them from serious illnesses. A number of immunizations are recommended by the CDC before age two. Visit vaccinateourchildren.com to find information on how you can get your children up to date with their immunizations. A message from the Urban League of Greater Pittsburgh in partnership with Pfizer.
1: A thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies and humid. We'll see a low of 73. Times of clouds and sun for tomorrow with a thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 84. A thunderstorm in spots tomorrow evening. Otherwise, partly cloudy and humid. Low 74. Thursday, hot and humid. Times of clouds and sun. A couple of strong nighttime thunderstorms. The high 91. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
0: Eric Carrier, who is a tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders, and his wife Dora Carrier were regular listeners to the Ravi Zacharias International Ministry Podcast. They gave the ministry $30,000 in January of 2020, but now they are suing RISM, claiming that the world's largest apologetics ministry deceived faithful Christians and built tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars from well-meaning donors. They supported RISM's mission to touch both the heart and the intellect of the thinkers and opinion makers of society but they say that they now believe that Zacharias and the leadership of RISM misrepresented the true nature of their ministry and the use of funds donated in support of their stated purpose. The lawsuit was filed this week in Atlanta, and it's not only for large donors like the carriers, but also smaller ministry donors who gave anywhere from 5 or 10 or $100. Hmm. Which includes a ton of us. This also, the suit includes Ravi Zacharias' uh, widow as well. I'm surprised it's taken this long, and I would imagine this is the first of many lawsuits to find their way.
2: Yeah, here's the thing, though. I, I mean, I don't know the legality of that, but I can't imagine that you could. You could it, recoup some yeah, of that money? Yeah, I can't imagine you could recoup that. I mean, it, it's it was personally misused by uh mr zacharias but i don't know if you can prove that the organization well had malfeasance
0: there Yeah, i guess that's you know legal minds would debate that issue but apparently by you know filing the lawsuit their lawyers the carrier's lawyers believe it's a winnable suit
2: yeah or they think they might get some money out of a settlement
0: or just to make a stand right right? just to say something yeah that's something you know we were built Something was done inappropriately. So we want to sue. So what?
2: So what you, you could sue anybody, right? I know certainly people have sued the Catholic Church or the local diocese if they're a sexual abuse victim. Um, has that happened at other churches like Willow Creek or Sovereign Grace or are people going to start suing Mark
0: Driscoll or, you know, know, I
2: mean, how does, how does that work? I'm
0: sure there are lots of suits out there that we don't know of that are less well publicized. But, of course, you know, this was uh, top of mind because it was so egregious. That's all.
2: It was for sure egregious. Yes, it was. There's no question about that. No. I mean, I don't know over the last decade, John, we've just it's been rapid fire. It's been one yep. horrific story of a leader who's lost his or her way, mostly his.
0: It's hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up. Is that because of social media and the internet that it makes information available?
2: That's interesting. You know what I was I was just thinking about this when I was away on vacation. I think it's more spiritual than that.
0: Oh, I like that.
2: I do. I feel like this I feel like this is God exposing
0: mm.
2: people who say they know him and don't.
0: Yeah. Uh, or
2: or or if they do, they don't honor him with their actions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean it should can be a, with it, that, it, right? it should
2: be a warning for every one of
0: us. Right. But I believe regardless pro- of our position. It was probably easier before the transparency of a click yeah i think right?
2: that's i'm sure that's true of course that's true but watching it unfold doesn't it just seem like the barn doors are open Yes, and just all of the things that uh, that Christians have tried to hide, while they were propping up themselves as great leaders or great moral champions or or great spiritual giants. I mean,
0: look at Andrew Cuomo, right?
2: Yeah, right. Of course. And so you got Andrew Cuomo, you got Matt Lauer, you got you know you you name Charlie Rose. You you know you can go back to Bill Clinton, whatever it is. But those things, it it's different when it's inside the church to me. Oh, it's just different. Because you love the the church. Right. The world, you know, can combust the world, you know, people make horrible decisions and we say, oh, that's a shame. And, but, you know, we think, well, you know, that's the choices that they've made when you're representing Jesus and doing it. It's just a different thing. It's a different level of bad.
0: I agree. That's true. Okay. So what about confession? Let's talk about that next, the nature of confession, but then before you confess, You have to dig down into the dirt of your life, which would require an examination Mm -hmm. of conscience. We're going to talk with uh, a former Catholic priest, retired. That's next. For us
1: fan from and and we want you to we appreciate you. Yes, that's why we, that's why we, we developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free
6: to join, and once
1: you do, you can take part in exclusive kind of surveys so and contests. <laughs> yeah, I love contests. Special offers, great
4: <laughs> giveaways, discounts, freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today.
1: Go to wordfm.com/ fanclub and sign up. We're big fans. Hi,
4: my name is Ryan Born,
9: and I'm Danica Born,
4: and
1: we're the owners
4: of South Coast Tax. we We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease.
9: South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns.
8: We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and
9: compromise with awesome results.
4: We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number.
10: It was 2018 when Molotov cocktails crashed through the windows of a church in Kyrgyzstan, charring most everything inside. But on top of the still smoldering altar the next day, there remained an open Bible, completely unscathed. Perhaps it was open to the words of 2 Corinthians 4, We are pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed, therefore we do not lose heart. Join me in praying for the safe delivery of Bibles in hostile and restricted nations.
8: Just $6 sends a Bible to a persecuted believer. Call 800 279 1969. That's 800 279 1969 or click on the Voice of the Martyrs banner at wordfm.com.
0: Confession. I think it's such a, a cornerstone, a necessary element of what it is to be a believer in Christ, to have a clean heart, or at least try to. And I think oftentimes it's, it's something that's passed over quickly in the modern church for any number of reasons. But before there is a confession, you must look at yourself, your sinful nature, deeply. Here to talk to us about looking up at ourselves is a, a former priest. He is a, he's a retired priest, I should say, within the Catholic Church. Father Louis Valone has been a regular guest on our show now for a couple of years, Father Valone was ordained as a priest in the diocese of Pittsburgh in 1973, and since since his ordination, Father has shepherded the faith communities of nine different parishes. He's now retired, as I said, as a pastor and adjunct professor at Duke King University, and here today to talk to us about something called the examination of conscience. The examination of conscience. Father Lou, welcome back.
5: Thank you, John. Hello to you, and I presume Kathy's there too. I
2: sure am, Father yes. Lou. Good to hear your voice. And, you know, this is a really essential topic. Um, We were just, before you came on, Lou, talking about the the spate of you know, allegations and, you know, proven indiscretions of church leaders from every denomination, from every part of the country, um, and just how people are responding, whether it's through, I don't know, just unbelievable disappointment or disillusionment or leaving the church or whatever it is. So let's start there. For people listening to the show, maybe they don't have a faith background, not involved in a church. What do you think? What do you say? What do you believe the role of confession is?
5: Well, um, confession is coming to grips with reality, um, um, the negative reality normally. Um, We know that we are um, flawed, we're imperfect, even if we're not people of faith and don't believe in the Judaic Christian, you know, story of creation and the fall from paradise. All we got to do is, you know, pay attention to ourselves for a day, and we know that uh, we're we can pretty much screw things up on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, that's good. So that's, so being honest with oneself, one knows that uh, um, there are flaws, there are things wrong. Um, how do you correct wrongs or how do you avoid wrongs? Um, where do you start? And you have to start within. You have to start with yourself. What is going wrong inside me? What am I doing wrong? So even apart from any faith confession, Um, Any human being who wants to have a decent um, self-image or self-respect knows that there are things that need improvement, and uh, examining oneself and then confronting what's wrong, confessing what's wrong. Uh, is to start to solving your problem.
0: That's good. Mm -hmm. So, Father, Lou, you said uh, as part of the process, it takes someone who is paying attention to themselves, right? And so in this world of clicks and uh, iPhones and whatnot, we tend not to pay attention to ourselves. So the examination of conscience is a really rigorous time that you really do pay deep attention to your inner soul. Can you talk about that, how that works? Yeah, we...
5: uh, you have to honestly look inward, okay? And um, my my mental image for myself, uh, being honest with myself, who I am, uh, I picture myself, um, which happens in reality, lying in my bed at night, okay, in the dark, staring at the ceiling in silence for a long period of time and saying, um, you know... <laughs> This is not all that there is. There, there, there's something here, all right, that, that I have got to confront without distraction, you know, without uh, uh, um, denying. Um, if I look into the darkness around me, it leads me to look within the darkness within me. Now, I'm talking about relatively emotionally and psychologically healthy people. There are um, flaws, pathologies and human beings that can prevent that. We talk about sociopaths or psychopaths who, by definition, have no consciences, have no inner guide. You know, they're just absent that. It's like a piece was left out at the factory. There are other, uh, you know, flaws or pathologies, uh, uh, um, mental illnesses, uh, um, lack of intellectual development, uh, there are things that make that for some people difficult or perhaps even impossible but for the vast majority of, of humanity we have the the ability to look in and see what's there right
0: but we live in this age father right and it's not a new age but i'm okay you're okay and anything goes and so we've yeah, lost we our moral but center we,
2: but we don't act like we believe that
0: who, i mean who doesn't well
2: in culture, because certainly when people screw up, I was just, you know, looking on Twitter before we came back on the air uh, during our commercial break. And just, you know, the, Alec Baldwin, the actor, made a comment about Governor Cuomo's resignation in the state of New York today. And people are piling on by the thousand. Just how could you, know, basically Alec Baldwin said it was a tragic day or something like that. And people are piling on saying, don't you care about victims? Don't you care about these? Don't you care about those women? Don't, so – we might say, I'm okay, you're okay. But when it comes to a moral line, we're certainly drawing them.
5: Yeah, I, We know we're not okay. We're not <laughs> okay. We know that, that, that there are things wrong. Uh, we can cover it over. We can distract ourselves from it. We can rationalize. We can make excuses. Uh, but, you know, lay in bed at night for about 15 minutes <laughs> uh, in the dark staring at, 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 at a blank ceiling. And if there's no pathology present, uh, you begin quaking a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, Father Lou, is there a um, a guide, a program, um, something that leads you through? I mean, people are listening. They go, "I've never done a really rigorous examination of conscience." Is there something that they can grab onto to go from step A to step B?
5: Well, certainly in our Judeo-Christian tradition, there is. You start with the Ten Commandments all right? And even if you don't believe that they were literally handed down, you know, to Moses on tablets, take a look at them. Uh, The Ten Commandments tell you how you survive in human society. I've often said you really do not need divine intervention to let you know that if you go around doing harm to other people, uh, it's going to come back on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You really don't need divine inspiration to tell you that if there is no truth or honesty in you, you're going to wind up being alienated and alone. Uh, you don't need divine intervention to tell you that if you don't respect other people's property and other people's beings, that uh, you know society itself, somebody bigger, stronger, is going to take things away from you. So there is a grace dimension that we believe in that in the Judeo-Christian tradition. But even the the um, um, most dedicated agnostic. A most dedicated atheist could look at those Ten Commandments and say, "If I don't live my life according to those norms, it's going to be a pretty miserable life." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Father Lou Valone with us, retired as a pastor and adjunct professor at Duquesne University, spends his time as a charter member and master coach for the Human Formation Coalition, um, and also lectures on canon law as an advocate. We're talking to Father Lou about examination of conscience. I I guess Lou, you know, I'm thinking again of the person listening to the show who you know, doesn't live in a church community or doesn't pursue a particular line of faith. Um, what is promised to the person who confesses?
5: All right, so it's a three-part thing, and I'll, I'll speak specifically about, you know, my own uh, uh, faith uh, community, okay. Uh, okay. The, the Catholic faith. Uh, we have the sacrament of reconciliation or penance uh, going to confession. That is a way for us to unburden ourselves of our sins. Christ died once and for all, okay? He paid the price for our sins, but we have to buy in to that price he paid. So for us as Catholics, accepting that we are all sinners, uh, we start with the examination of conscience. Have I done something wrong? We use the Ten Commandments, precepts of the Church, anything. The first step is to say, I did this wrong. I know I did this wrong. You know, I I gossiped about a friend. I uh, picked a fight with my spouse. I was, uh, uh, you know, um, um, deceitful, you know, on my job or lazy on my job or or, or I, you know, took something from somebody else or I was violent, whatever it is. And I say, you own that. I did that. Okay. I know that I did that. I can remember, you know, stealing this or, or, or hurting another person either physically or verbally. So step one is admit the wrong. Step two is to reject the wrong. I did that. seemed like a good idea at the time, but it doesn't now because it makes me feel icky about myself. And so we call rejection that wrong contrition. I'm sorry I did that. And the third part is to try to make up our minds to avoid that wrong as much as we can in the future. God promise never to do it because we can't predict the future. But to say, I'm going to make a good faith effort. So admit the wrong, reject the wrong, try to avoid the wrong. In the Catholic tradition, that's called uh, confession, contrition, and purpose of amendment. If we place ourselves in that attitudinal framework, that we believe God will forgive us and help us to forgive ourselves. In the sacrament of penance, the priest's words of absolution are the outward sign. We hear on his lips what believe, we believe is God's forgiveness. And if we hear it, we can internalize it. And
0: those so three,
5: God promises to forgive us. Yeah, those three things are all that's necessary.
0: And if we do those right. three things, do you do them how often, Father Luke?
5: Well, it depends on what situation you're in, okay? Uh, we should do them on a regular basis, Um. wrong that we do is judged by how much damage we inflict. Primarily the damage we inflict in our relationship with God, who loves us and we're supposed to love him back. So the wrong things we did, how much was that a rejection of his love? How much damage was done to other people? You know, we have to get along in community. How much damage we've done to ourselves in becoming the person that God calls us to be? That can run the range from very slight damage, venial sin, or it's a very, very serious, deadly damage, uh, mortal sin, all right? So in the Catholic Church, if we're in mortal sin, deadly sin, sin or a habit is so serious that it totally breaks our relationship with God, we have to go to confession and receive
0: sacramental absolution. Amen to that. Father Lou, thanks enough a lot. I, I appreciate the straightforwardness of it, the clarity of it. And always, you're a welcome guest here on our show. Thank you so much.
5: Good being with you. Mm. God bless. And God forgive us all.
2: Mm. Amen. Nice to hear from you, Father Lou.
0: Father Lou Valone. We'll take a quick break. Come back. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and luxurious at the store. But then you get them home and they don't absorb. Well mike lindell at my pillow found out that about 2006 towels changed forever they started importing them and they added softeners and other things to the cotton that made them feel really good but they didn't work he found the best towel company right here in the usa they have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work they're all made with usa cotton and they come with a my 60-day money-back guarantee a six-piece set Two bath, two hand towels, and two washcloths made with USA Cotton. Regularly $109.99. Now, just $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Enter promo code WORD or call 800-391-0954. But right now, MyPillow.com. Promo code is WORD.
4: Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com
5: or call 800-247-1899.
4: Oh, whale! Guys, whale! Wow, whale!
7: Oh, that's a big whale. Um, okay. Whale, whale, whale!
12: Oh, no! Whale!
4: Tides can turn quick on the water.
5: Progressive's boat insurance has you covered. Get a
4: quote today in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. At least it wasn't a shark, am I right? (laughs) Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council.
0: Hey, this is the best time of year, right? Of course, you're going to your garden, if you have a garden, or your farmer's market. Have you had fresh tomatoes?
2: Listen, I just had a couple last night. I had BLTs. Hey! You inspired
0: me. Yes. We had BLTs Uh, last night. Can you believe that That bite? They were over the top awesome. Oh, my God. I'm eating the BLTs.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: My my head is exploding.
2: I just can't. Okay, so here's a little uh, argument we had last night. Yeah. Good-natured one. Yeah. When my family makes a BLT, they make a sandwich, and they just put it together. Yeah. But I like to do an open-faced situation. Oh, I'm not
0: doing that. You're not. No way. Because I want everything scrunched down, Do tight in the, And all like, you know, the, oh, oh. wait, oh, wait, are you putting mayo on? Of course. Yeah. Because I want the mayo and the tomato juices mixing in there. And you bite into that Yeah, I want that too. Oh, but my. here's
2: here's here's something that I, dis- I landed on, though. Yeah. When it comes to the lettuce, yeah. toss your lettuce in a little vinaigrette. Oh,
0: that's kind of nice. I'll take that.
2: And then you add it
0: on. What kind of lettuce are you doing? I'm doing romaine. I'm doing spring mix.
2: Oh, uh, spring mix. Everything falls
0: off. No, no. All the just, little bits fall I'll off. I'll throw a big chunk in there.
2: No, I like, I, I need a little oh, something nice a little bread. more substantial in there. But you add some vinaigrette, kind of the mix with okay. the mayo. And it's like you, the glue. It, it's a little bit like a salad. I mean, basically, my daughter said last night, because I do mine open-faced, she said, okay, you've made your two BLTs open-faced. Yeah. You've basically made a salad with two really big croutons.
0: <laughs> no, I don't believe that's true. And I'm so grateful you said two. BLTs, because one is never enough. Is, who's, ha- who's having you one need BLT? Two, right. Yeah,
2: that's a lot of bacon on two BLTs. I don't BLTs. even care. Bring it. Okay. I mean,
0: this beautiful season. Just thought I'd bring it up. I mean, BLTs with those fresh tomatoes. I know, isn't that great? Uh, How about it's...
2: street corn? Have you had any street corn?
0: No. Wait, oh. street corn? We'll talk about What's that later. street corn? I don't
2: know. I'll tell you in the five o'clock hour. Is
0: that like the same thing as the movie?
8: It's different. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com. iHeart, in and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh.
5: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate has passed a roughly $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure deal, a significant win for President Biden and the first step on his top legislative priority.
4: Senators voted 69 to 30 on the bill, which was spearheaded by a bipartisan group of senators led by Democrat Kristen Cinema and Republican Rob Portman. 19 GOP senators voted with all Democrats to pass the legislation. The bill is now heading to the House, where it faces an uncertain future and skepticism from progressives. Speaker Nancy Pelosi has vowed she won't take it up until the Senate passes the second part of its infrastructure two-step. The bipartisan deal includes roughly $550 billion in new funding making it substantially smaller than the $2.6 trillion proposed by President Biden earlier this year. Bernie Bennett in Washington.
1: And after a
5: barrage of sexual harassment allegations, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo
4: now says he will resign. This is SRN News. If a trip to Israel has been on your bucket list, there may never be a better time, and there may never be a better tour. Imagine Tours and Travel invites you to walk in the footsteps of Jesus over 10 unforgettable days this January. Demand for travel is on the rise, with costs expected to increase 30% by March, making January the perfect time to visit Israel when tourist crowds are light. Featuring 52 historic sites, your Imagine Tours vacation is the most comprehensive, most affordable tour of its kind. Imagine staying in four-star accommodations while enjoying unlimited breakfast and dinner buffets of delectable Middle Eastern food. Imagine spending less time in line waiting to see the sites you've dreamed of all your life and more time actually seeing them. Imagine departing Pittsburgh January 10th on an adventure you'll never forget. Now is the time. This is the tour. For details including the four-day Egypt extension, visit PG pgh22.com. Imagine tours and travel. Everything you imagined it would be at pgh22.com.
0: It's no secret that the Western Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh real estate market have exploded, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, For so long, it was easy to buy a house in our town. Really straightforward experience, but not so much anymore. Housing prices have really gone through the roof and it's a seller's market. So, if you're looking to buy United faith mortgage is a great tool in your toolbox their direct lender advantage really it's everything it gives you the necessary help and the best deal possible on a new mortgage plus the family behind United faith mortgage they're open about their faith and it's evident in how they live and especially how they do business hundreds and hundreds of happy people living in their dream house because of the excellence of United faith mortgage look online united faith mortgage it's a good family doing the right thing united mortgage court melville new york M.L.S. number 1330 department of banking mortgage lender license number 22672
6: if you're in hr you're probably wearing a lot of hats recruiter team builder trainer mediator policy maker and of course paper pusher but not anymore bamboo hr is the number one hr software for small and medium businesses it manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people not paperwork Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR.
1: A thunderstorm in spots this evening, otherwise partly cloudy skies and humid. We'll see a low of 73. Times of clouds and sun for tomorrow with a thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 84. A thunderstorm in spots tomorrow evening, otherwise partly cloudy and humid. Low 74. Thursday, hot and humid. Times of clouds and sun. A couple of strong nighttime thunderstorms. The high 91. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios.
0: And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. The Tuesday edition of The Ride Home. It's stormy out there. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I think something like an August shower makes you feel alive. Uh, I don't want to get too private, but I I think I'm going to ask, do you shower or bathe every day?
2: Without fail. Every day? Without fail. Every day. I don't feel like I am
0: ready to go. Really? If I'm not showered every day. Even during the pandemic? Even. When you didn't come into the office? Every day. Christy?
2: Uh,
3: Maybe besides Saturday. I shower every day. Okay.
0: Every day. John? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, during the pandemic especially yeah. when I wasn't being out in public. I mean I would do it a few times a week.
3: A few times a week. I mean we have hair to wash. There and... is a lot.
0: Right. Oh, you you do have hair to wash. And so I mean I, I do I do the 3 P's. The pits, yeah. The privates, mhm. and the piggies. And I feel good about myself. I've never heard that before. The three piece I never heard that. And you don't stink. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't stink, then I'm okay. Okay, but,
2: okay, but if you're doing that, yeah. just get in the darn shower. It's just no, a, no, it's a no, lot no, easier. No, no. And no, if no. you're not, you know, your whole bathroom's not getting no, wet, just take a shower. I'm trying out loud. My mom
0: would call it a bird bath. I'm doing a bird bath.
2: Okay, so, okay. It just seems like you're not saving yourself a whole lot of time. You know, a
0: shower, is, it's really involved, is it not? There's a lot going on. Ladies? You're standing under running water. How it, hard can it be? It takes a while. I'm, I'm doing a bird bath. It's three minutes. You could take a shower in three minutes. Oh, no way. And you're just washing everything off. I don't think you're taking a shower in three minutes.
2: I'm actually not taking a shower in no, three minutes. No, of course minutes. not. No. I. I if, if I'm not doing the hair washing, a shower for me is ten
0: minutes. Just Ten minutes.
2: Ten minutes. If I'm doing the hair washing, then all bets are off because it's, it's real complicated. Half really, an hour? Not a half hour. Twenty minutes. I want to say twenty-five, maybe. Christy? Yeah, maybe twenty. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's See, there's a lot. It's a lot. Going lot. On, there's a right? lot of scrubbing and rinsing, and oh, it's a
0: lot. I mean, look, this shower thing, this hygiene thing, is a fairly modern thing. It is. Right. I mean, yes. people probably probably in the last thirty years, forty years, maybe. Right? Before, I want to say it's longer than that. I'm not sure about that. Well, maybe, you know, people took baths, you know, maybe at the, starting starting with the advent of indoor plumbing. Okay, right? well, 19, that that, well, right, okay well, that was 1910,
2: Right, okay, well, you were talking 40 years ago. Okay, that was like right. 1970.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the 70s were a good decade. There's a lot going on, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just see, Anyway, I bring this up because I'm reading about uh, the Hollywood actor Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Who, I love his sister Maggie oh yeah she's fabulous isn't she no I, I i follow i think he's an interesting guy anyway
2: i mean not as a person i'm not i don't know anything about her i, I mean, think she's a fab, i think she's a
0: fabulous actress well Jake Gyllenhaal, years ago uh he he likened taking a shower <laughs> to a spiritual practice, which i thought was a oh wait no you're shaking your heads like wait, you agree. oh wait. i thought it was over the top.
2: Christy thinks, is it a spiritual practice for you? I mean, it's not a spiritual practice, but, you know. It's a practice? Yeah. I mean. Okay. What, what's the spiritual? What, is he meditating in there or something?
0: I don't know. He just said, you know, and I, I read this years ago, and I was like, what? It's a spiritual practice? Like, what, what's going on in there? Yeah. But, I, you know, what do they say? Cleanliness is next to godliness. Okay, well, that's not right? in the Bible, so that's made up. It's not. It's made it's up. I mean, it's, it's made of, but for Jake Gyllenhaal and maybe other Hollywood people, that spiritual okay. practice, or, you know, they're wackadoodles. Okay. Right. Sure. So, and anyway, so I'm reading about him, knowing that he said that a long time ago, and then this week he comes out and he goes, he doesn't take a shower unless he stinks. Now, on top of that, further down the family line, him and his wife, they say they allow their kids to go five, six days without a shower. That's gross. When they do start to, sh- stink. okay.
2: Do they live in America?
0: Yeah, <laughs> they do. Okay. But, okay, what about that? I mean, many, many people in this country, they wash their face. I presume they wash their, you know, doing the three Ps, and that's good enough.
2: Why? Okay, is Jake Gyllenhaal the only person who who's feels this way? Is this, is, or is this article about something more far-reaching than just Mr. Gyllenhaal?
0: It's about, yeah, other people. Uh, these celebrities do not believe in bathing daily, you know. And so it goes into Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. One of my heroes, my musical heroes, Elvis Costello. He chimes in as well. And
2: says what? He doesn't believe in bathing either.
0: Elvis Costello calls himself the patron saint of mouth hygiene. That he believes that brushing, flossing, and mouthwash is essential more than several times a day.
2: But he doesn't bathe daily?
0: He does not bathe daily. But he obsesses over his teeth. Clean mouth, clean life, basically is what he's saying. Okay. Um,
2: I wonder how his wife feels about that.
0: Richard Branson. He yeah. chimes in, Okay. and he himself does not. Um, he, he says that um, he does not. He chooses not to wash his full body with soap every day. I wash. I wash the pits. He says. He's a multi.
12: Okay. He's or, a okay. Billionaire. But let me
2: let me ask you a question. None of these people can be exercising.
0: I would imagine, if on you're a Hollywood daily celebrity basis. you would be. Well, that, that's a, that's an excellent point. If you're like you know, not even exercising. If you're like a worker. Right, I mean right. the old days, yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. steelworkers. Now, okay, so Pittsburgh steelworkers, were they take the- probably no, they not, were not because they
2: didn't have access to a, right. a shower in you know nineteen thirty. Although
0: the house that we currently live in, uh, there's a, you know there's sure. a back entrance Pittsburgh shower, Pittsburgh shower and right. a Pittsburgh toilet. Sure, you would come in, take your clothes off, do that yep. right.
2: Sure, I've seen that in a ton of houses. Right, okay, but we're in a fitness obsessed society. Well, especially if you're in Hollywood, yeah. if you're in Hollywood. OK, I could never, ever, ever, ever work out and not shower. I mean, you would know. Yeah, there's no way you would stink. Yeah. So Richard Branson might not be doing that. But you can't tell me Jake Gyllenhaal is not doing is not regularly working out.
0: I don't know. I'm just telling you what I read.
2: This is what are you going to ask me what I do because I'm going to tell you anyway.
0: Well, you already shower. I shower once a day.
2: Yeah, and I take a cold shower.
0: Oh, that's really. Why would you do that? Because I'm hot. What? It's
2: ninety degrees oh, in my wrong. house. You mean, now you do. I thought you yeah. meant like you know it's oh, like thirty no, degrees no, no. outside. I'm not doing that on, in January. I thought it was like a spiritual but, exercise. No, 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 no. But all summer I take a cold shower.
0: Really? I knew somebody oh, yeah. took a cold shower like every day. No, that's it would me. be that's February just, and they'd be in the that's shower. That's just a horrible idea. Why would you do that?
2: No, but it's ninety degrees. I exercise in the morning and I take a cold shower.
0: You ever use a loofah? (laughs) Because, you know, I grew up with five sisters and the first time the loofah showed up in the shower, I was like, what is this? You know what I did? Huh? Washed my face. (laughs) I bet that felt good. Oh my God. I had abrasions all over (laughs) my head. I mean, I was bleeding with these small little marks.
2: No on my shower. No. I I do have, you know, the uh, but the pumice stone. Oh, uh, uh,
0: we have the pumice stone.
2: Yeah, I believe in the pumice
0: stone. Not for your face. Uh,
2: no, <laughs> no, no. But certainly, the feet need attention each day.
0: Okay, when you go to someone's house, you know, people like to do. Uh, we've talked about this. The quick, you know, look in the medicine cabinet. Mm-hmm. I think you see a lot of about a person's personality by looking in their shower. Really? Oh. The loofah, the pumice stone, the choice of shampoos conditioners. Okay, now this is interesting.
2: That that is because, and this is this is a th- there's nothing in my shower. There's soap. That's it. Nothing. Mm-mm. What? I take it. You take we, it in. You take and it out. all out. Yeah. And then where do you put it? The cabinet next to the shower. It's wet. You would dry it off.
0: <laughs> that seems really excessive.
2: No, it's good. I I, I can't all that all, all that, that clutter, clutter. It makes me. It's mm-hmm. too. It's visually mm-hmm. jarring. I
0: okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. What about a bath mat? I think you got to go with a bath. Mat. I think so too. Yeah. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Don't you like to shop for a bath mat?
2: Yeah, but then don't you feel a little guilty for spending money on a bath mat? Heck
0: no. Like, it's True. like no, no. It's a safety feature. Is it? Oh, people, that's a good way to look fall, at it. People fall and die in the like, shower. It's
2: kind of like spent, oh, you mean a bath mat that goes in your bathtub.
0: Yeah. Oh, you mean a bath mat outside the shower.
2: Right. I don't have one inside my bathtub.
0: Aren't you afraid to fall and break your head? N- no. What?
2: Do you I... have a bath mat, Christy?
3: No, but. What? I have like a. A, hand, a grab bar. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I should have a grab bar in my it's shower. Like a handicap bar.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I, it's an apartment.
2: It's, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't have a grab bar.
2: It's really good to have a grab bar and a shower. If, um, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. any in any public place you have to have one. If it's a yeah. hotel or if it's any kind of. How about
0: hotel. a sit-down shower? I do. Oh,
2: listen,
3: I must be like handicap accessible. Yeah, good. in my yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The But ADA. you know, yeah, I just use it to you know store all my junk.
0: Sure. Uh, okay. Ha, ha, ha. You don't sit down and take a shower. No. Because I'd kind of like to do that sometime. You want to try it? Uh, well. I'm, you know, I'm of that age where I think oh my gosh, that's in go. my future. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, but, you know, it's very, the psychology of showers, yeah. uh, all that, it's, I think it's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Our listeners might not agree after this conversation. I'm just saying. We'll
2: find out. If you have anything to add about your own shower, we'd like to hear about it. Find us on the live Facebook feed right now, The Right Home with John and Kathy, or 101.5 Word FM. And we're going to ask Stephen Mansfield about his shower coming up next. New York Times bestselling author, Lincoln's Battle with God, the extraordinary character of Winston Churchill, choosing Donald Trump. Would he be surprised if we asked him about a shower?
0: And Maxims to Live By. All right, that too. That's next. 101.5
8: WORD.
1: There are three ways of dealing with the Bible, especially when you come to a passage that you don't quite agree with or understand. The first tactic is to pick and choose what you want to believe. The second is to remain ignorant of what the Bible has to say at all. The third is to dig into the Word and try to understand all of it, whether or not you like what it has to say. Well, if you fall into that last category or would like to, please join us this week on Through the Bible Radio.
12: This evening at 9 p.m.
1: on 101.5 WORD. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's Metashare. Maybe you've heard switching to Metashare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family five hundred bucks a month. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for Metashare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. Metashare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than three billion dollars of each other's bills people love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network so yeah you can save a ton and like it better imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your healthcare so if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with you can call right now and get a price within 2 minutes very very smart use of 2 minutes here's the number you need 84445
10: bible that's 84445 bible 84445 bible when punam left hinduism to follow christ her bible became her prized possession the young indian wife and mother of 3 secretly read god's word every day growing in her understanding of god's love One day, Poonam's husband overheard her praying, and he angrily tore her Bible to pieces. He threatened, from today on, you stop reading this, and as long as you live in this house, you better not pray. Poonam refused to stop, and her husband beat her, eventually kicking her out. Following Jesus cost her everything except her Bible. Pray with me for Christians who have to hide their Bibles from their own family members for their safety.
8: Just $6 sends a Bible to a persecuted believer. Call 800-279-1969. That's 800-279-1969. Or click on the Voice of the Martyrs banner at wordfm.com.
4: At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner where students see faith woven into every subject and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org.
0: Stephen Mansfield is back with us. Steven's been a regular guest on our show over the years. He is the New York Times bestselling author of Lincoln's Battle with God, The Faith of Barack Obama, Pope Benedict Sixteenth, Choosing Donald Trump, and Never Give In, The Extraordinary Character of Winston Churchill. But today, Steven's here to talk to us about maxims to live by. Hey, Stephen, welcome back. It's great to be with you. Thank you.
2: Yeah, happy to hear from you, Stephen. And this is—I uh, don't know—this is one of those things that you kind of step back and say, "All right, so what am I living by?" I mean, so if you're saying that um, that you internalize these, you know, beliefs or standards or whatever it is, you kind of then, Stephen, have to, I guess, decide what they are, so that you can make decisions on how to live according to them or not.
7: Yeah, you know, I'm a Christian, and so I live according to Scripture, but I think we also need to distill into maxims, short statements that we memorize and share with others and live by, uh, certain truths that guide us. We all have them, you know, uh, and, and uh, I ma- imagine if you asked anybody, they, they, they'd probably have a few statements that they live by, or I really believe in this, I really believe in that. I'm just a little bit more <laughs> systematic about it, and uh, i tell you what, it's really served me well.
0: Fabulous. Okay, so um, you've written a piece at uh, your um, website, which we'll talk about as well, but uh, you have 12 maxims. Now, of course, uh, time is always a consideration, but let's go through a few of these, uh, Stephen, and maybe you give us your insight on them. The the first one, I think, which is obviously the most serious and the the most uh, impactful is one, take God seriously and very little else.
7: Yeah, I I I really believe this. It's it's a two-part thing. First of all, take God seriously. Always seek him, always please him, always take him very seriously and be very serious about anything that uh, he requires or that you offer to him. But the rest of it, you know, the old statement, uh, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. Uh that's that's I really believe that. I think if we look throughout our life and of course scripture confirms this, Um, We find that we worried about a lot of things that we didn't need to worry about. We sweat things. We feared things that we didn't really need to be concerned about. Um, And I think our our life energy, so to speak, our spirits are drained by that kind of fear and preoccupation with the small. So I think it's a a great principle. Take God very seriously. Mm -hmm. Focus on him. But don't don't sweat the small stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I wish our society would live by that. Right. Because we sweat everything but God.
7: No it's absolutely mm. true and i and I think that even those of us who are committed to God committed to jesus we 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 can really tend to let our uh our strength be dissipated uh even scripture again tells us don't 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 run into tomorrow and start fearing things from that perspective. don't worry about tomorrow don't don't be afraid, trust God, he'll provide i mean that's why we're told so many of the things. Um, about how not a hair falls from our head or, or not a sparrow falls from the sky that God doesn't know. So, uh, that, that gives me a lot of calm, a lot of peace, a lot of confidence.
2: You have a destiny, you write, and your destiny is fulfilled by investing in the destinies of others. I like that.
7: Yeah. Just, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in this and we all have a destiny. And there's a tendency in our society to sort of look at our destiny as some big grand thing. You know, maybe we put an image of it on the refrigerator, slap it every day and say, I'm destined. But really, every person's destiny is about investing in the destiny of others. Think about it. You're doing that right now on the radio. Uh, Pastors do that by investing in the destinies of others, teachers, professors, politicians, we 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 invest in others that the really the the greatest of politicians the greatest of statesmen the greatest of lawyers the greatest of judges i could go on and on They're really measured by, did they invest in the good and the destinies of others? And uh, that's what makes great people. That's what makes Churchill's, so to speak. So this is a principle I probably quote out loud to somebody every single day of my life.
0: (laughs) That's really good. Okay, Stephen, this is one of my favorites because I've got two young sons. We talk about this often. Uh, The idea of courage comes up. But one of yours is, fortune favors the bold.
7: Yeah, this is the ancients. Uh, this this comes from classical literature, um, and it, it, it's it's actually inscribed in some of the buildings, in uh, the ancient buildings, the yeah. cathedrals and some of the great monuments in Italy and so on. This is a well-known principle, uh, but it, it, it's true. Uh, I will tell you, frankly, I grew up in the home of an army officer who was a little bit cutting in his comments. I grew up a little bit too insecure and I look back now and I realize I didn't strike out like I should have. I didn't run for that office. I didn't ask that girl out. I didn't attempt things that I, I wish I'd attempted uh, out of insecurity and, and uh, maybe some fear. Um, and so when I came across this principle and some other things changed in my life, uh, I'll tell you what, I, I, I've attempted things I would never have attempted otherwise, I'm quite literally chanting this phrase, uh, as I did it, fortune favors the bold. And it's made a massive difference in my life, and I think history confirms the truth of this. So, um, I would—I wish I could say to your sons and and all of the young men, young women in the in the world, um, listen: don't don't retreat in fear, don't retreat in insecurity, don't worry about the criticism of others. Fortune favors the bold. Get out there and and, and kick it to the curb.
0: That's fabulous. Mm -hmm.
2: Stephen Mansfield with us, New York Times bestselling author of Choosing Donald Trump, Never Give In, the extraordinary character of Winston Churchill, among others. Um, I like this one from your wife, uh, Stephen. The best things in life are seasonal.
7: Oh, you would love my wife. Yeah, I bet I
4: would.
7: Oh, you would. And she is a serious observer of even the natural seasons you know she'll say okay it's strawberry season okay it's tomato season but she she obviously meant this in a broader way than that and um, it's true it it helps me live more meaningfully Um, the best things in life are seasonal even even the friends we have the relatives we have those relationships through death through moves through whatever they will end Um, treat them as though they're seasonal, understand that things come and go understand that even pains, difficulties, challenges, they're seasonal. The best things in life are seasonal. And, uh, boy, she's a wise woman. And I'm so grateful that she taught me this Mm -hmm. principle. That's so good. good.
0: Life is too short for bitterness, anger, self-pity, see them as the enemies of your happiness.
7: Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm very very strong um, on this particular principle. Um, I believe that I'll tell you just frankly that in my own life I am have have found myself with a tendency to bitterness and it taints me and it, uh, it makes me toxic. It makes me sour. Uh, it makes me small. And so I have um, I have loved keeping this principle before my eyes because it allows me to live large and live free of the bitterness that. Uh, would shrink me, so to speak, make me a small man
4: by that, yeah,
2: how about a change is as good as a rest? never heard that ah, this is
7: yes, this is Winston Churchill, and uh, late in his life, Winston Churchill began to paint. You could imagine the yeah. stress he was under as right. Prime Minister of England, but he began to paint, and he said, "You know, it may not sound that dramatic, but but just by making a change, just by shifting from being Prime minister, fighting a war." Uh, being focused on the things that I'm focused on and and putting my mind completely into a field of lilies or completely into a bunch of mountain or mountain range that I'm painting. Um, I, I leave refreshed a change is as good as a rest and in our highly stressed exhausted society. Uh, it's something to consider you know I've recently I have a little four-year-old grandson and I'll tell you, I find the time with him unbelievably refreshing hmm. because it's just a change. It's just a complete and utter change from all the stuff you can imagine that I do in DC and overseas. And so now I'm on the floor, you know, pretending to build uh, buildings with blocks and what have you. Wonderful. Um, and that, that change causes me to leave just refreshed. And so I, I see the principle in that
0: That's right there. Fabulous. All right, Stephen. So just as fortune favors the bold, you should also do something every day that scares you.
7: Yes, this is Eleanor Roosevelt, and I really love this principle. Uh, Do something every day that scares you. Now, obviously, we're not going to parachute out of planes every day or deep-sea dive every day, Um, but I I can do something that scares me. I can approach a person I might have been intimidated by. I can call somebody to apologize for something, uh, possibly knowing I might have been rejected. Um, I can think of, of all kinds of things. I can even push myself physically, uh, in my ripe old age beyond my previous levels. And, uh, I might be a little bit afraid of the pain or will I break something or will I hurt something or will I lose in this game? But by facing a fear every day and going at it, I'll tell you what, I've lived a richer life and I really mm. recommend this.
0: That's so good.
2: Yeah. A generous man prospers.
7: Well, obviously this is scripture, Proverbs 11, yeah. 25. I believe it entirely. I tell you what, I I, I believe that we are blessed to be a blessing. And those of us who live, especially in the Western world, uh, we are rich by historical standards. And I believe that we're given that wealth uh, to bless others. And I I love thinking this way, the generous man prospers. It's not a narrow prosperity gospel. It's not I'll give so I can get, uh, but it's a desire to invest in others' lives. And then knowing that God takes care of me, I don't have to sweat that. Uh, and so I, I strive to—actually, I, I I could have put down here, uh, give something away every day. I try to give something away every day. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm receiving far more than I'm giving, and that's the promise of the gospel. So I'm, I'm thrilled for it.
0: That's wonderful. We're speaking with Stephen Mansfield. He's a writer. He's a speaker and a thinker, and we're talking about his 12 maxims. Stephen, this, the man who is self-defined is defined by a fool— we need the perspective and counsel of others to be our best.
7: Yeah, I, I'm a, I believe in this utterly. Um, I can't see myself well. Um, I don't really know myself. You know, we, they tell us that we, even when we look in the mirror, we're not really seeing exactly how we look. Um, so I need others' eyes on me. I need other perspective. I need other people who have a 3D view of me and care about me and will confront me and will challenge me to my best as I do them. So uh, I have not, if I have achieved anything in this life, it's not because I'm just uh, have inherent talents. It's because I've had good men and women around me who are willing to challenge me, correct me, inspire me to my best and give me counsel and help me see, help me see myself through their eyes. Mm. And it's made me mm. a better man. I, I believe that um, if I, a person who lives out their own definition of themselves without any outside perspective is, is just going to crash. That's good. And yeah. this is confirmed time and again in pages of scripture and in history. So. I believe it totally.
2: Yeah. Uh Stephen, first of all, I really appreciate these 12 things. I feel like John and I and hopefully our listeners by extension have really been better for knowing you over these years and you shared so much great stuff in your books. I mean, just a couple things just off that this was totally unplanned but just off the top of my head. I feel like I gained a lot from your book on Oprah. I thought that was really excellent. It's just that was really thoughtful for me. No, as
0: you say that people are rolling their eyes. Why? Because people, oh, Oprah, you know, she's a celebrity. Oh,
2: (laughs) Stephen, I think your book on Oprah is really insightful. It tells, it's more about our, it's more about us than about her, than about her. Um, And I really appreciated your book on Donald Trump in particular, because I think in a lot of ways that story is more about us than him too. (laughs)
7: Well, I really appreciate you saying both of those things. Both of those books were challenged. People were upset with me that I wrote them. But okay. I think you're right. It's more of a reflection of us, and I think we gain insight. So I, I appreciate you saying that very much. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: Stephen, what are you working on now?
7: Uh, you know what? I've just uh, signed with a huge new agent, and um, we are negotiating some things. Obviously, I can't talk about it. I'm sure. not trying to uh, tease but uh, I think some big things are coming, so I appreciate you asking about that. But uh, we're not, we're just a little premature here on me being able okay. to announce anything. All
0: right, well, stay tuned. Yeah, always a pleasure, Stephen. You know, and these maxims, I you know as you're reading them, I, I think about my own life, and and as a father, I think about my family, my my boys, and. You know, uh boy, if we could all just grab these things and, and make them work and think about them and use them in our daily lives, we would be better off as individuals and as a society. And uh we're the less because of it. But uh, those who do um, encompass these in their lives uh, make the world a better place. So thanks for all these.
7: Well, you're very kind. And the next time I'm on the air I'm gonna be asking you for your twelve maxims, both of you. So oh, I like it. Make a list. Oh, I got I got homework from Steven.
0: That's very, very right. good. Thank you, Stephen. You Always go. a pleasure.
7: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. Stephen Mansfield, New York Times bestselling author of Lincoln's Battle with God, the faith of Barack Obama, Pope Benedict XVI, choosing Donald Trump, and never give in the extraordinary character of Winston Churchill, and much more to come. Stephen Mansfield. Look for him uh, online. Easy to find. Stephen Mansfield TV. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That is WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com.
6: Research shows that people remember radio ads with a booming voice that emphasizes all the main points. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need.
5: That part is super important.
6: Here's one with a booming voice.
5: I'm emphasizing everything.
6: Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance.
5: Like a page with every word highlighted.
6: Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. Liberty, Liberty,
0: Liberty,
1: Liberty. Liberty, 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 Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents
4: Limu,
11: And Doug Check it out, Lemu, a roadside carnival
1: Step right up, folks, test your strength Come see the fire-breathing baby
12: <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance So you only pay for what you need
6: Look, an emu wearing sunglasses
12: Lemu, you're famous only pay for what you need. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty,
7: Liberty. Hi, this is Robert Jermolowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing Siding Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724New Roof or visit roofing contractor,
8: Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in, and on Radio.com, 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Chloe,
10: put your helmet on.
6: Okay, Dad. You work hard to protect your family, but some risks are easy to miss. Mosquito bites can spread germs that cause West Nile virus or Zika virus. Cockroaches leave behind bacteria as well as allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC.
9: A
1: thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise partly cloudy skies and humid. We'll see a low of 73. Times of clouds and sun for tomorrow with a thunderstorm. It'll be humid with a high of 84. A thunderstorm in spots tomorrow evening. Otherwise partly cloudy and humid. Low 74. Thursday, hot and humid. Times of clouds and sun. A couple of strong nighttime thunderstorms. The high 91. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon.
12: Does this
2: make sense?
0: Does what make sense? The drive-thru. Oh, 100%.
2: No, no, I'm talking now. I'm talking pre-COVID times when the pandemic was just some kind of word that we all heard from the past. It's I genius. mean, in regular lifetimes, in precedented times, mm-hmm. does the drive-thru make
0: sense? 101,000%. Is there anything more joyful <laughs> than you're driving around and you think... I could go for a cheeseburger and fries, and without even getting out of your car, somebody opens a little hole in a wall, and they hand you a bag, and voila, and boom, life is good. A drive-thru makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Genius. Yeah.
2: No, I don't think it does. Oh, come on. No, I I don't think so. No. You're way And I was thinking about it today. You know, it was pouring down rain. (laughs) And I uh, pulled into this you know, fast food thing. And I was like, you know what? I am pulling. There are oh, yeah. like 26 cars in line, uh-huh. okay, for no reason. Mm. I would assume everybody in there is a pretty competent adult who sure. is like ambulatory, mm.
0: right? And they're all sitting in their cars. Key words for you, pouring down rain. So, Did you have to get out of the car and get wet? Yep. Oh, you went in. Like
2: that's the end of the world. Mm. You just pull into a spot. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna oh. just walk myself right in there. I walk in.
0: There's nobody in line. Oh, I see. So, there's a, so this does this make sense? Is a moral thing? No. Te- no, 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 no. Because in some ways, you're better. Because you're walking ambulatory and the rest of us are lazy or sitting our buttocks. All right, maybe. That's what it is. Maybe. That's what's going on. Maybe that on is here. what I'm
2: getting at. You're shaming I'm just us. saying that I walked right in there, I got right in line. Mm-hmm. I, I got it I got in and out faster than the you know person who was right next mm-hmm. in line in the drive thru.
0: Drive thru shaming on the ride home.
2: I don't think it makes any sense.
0: Does this make sense? The reversible belt. Oh. The listen. reversible belt.
2: I think are you asking me? I'm asking. Yes, I think it's a great idea.
0: I'm of two minds. Okay. In the short term, it makes perfect sense, yeah. especially for guys. Brown belt, black belt. But then, for a lot of guys, I'll raise my hand. You got I got two belts. And so you don't bother to get better belts. They then they turn and they look like garbage. So, in the short term, makes sense. In the long term, no, it's just lazy. I got to
2: completely agree with you. Okay. And especially when it starts to you get the crease. Yeah. You know, from using it on the one side. Uh-huh. And then you turn around to the other side, it looks pretty good. Nope. But you turn around to the side, you use more often, and what you're like, doing? this is bad. So now you've got a good belt and a bad belt. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what you got.
0: <laughs> the reversible belt of two minds, but generally... Probably not. I would say it does make sense. You just need more of them. That's all. The drive through The drive through makes Let's perfect sense. Let's get rid of
8: sense. it. You guys, come on.
0: Unless you're morally superior.
8: Walk yourself in there. 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car.
10: Where are we going, Daddy?
4: On an adventure.
1: Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show, it's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D.
6: A moo-moo here and a moo-moo there. Here a moo, there a moo, everywhere a moo moo. Hi there, it's me, Marcia from the Springhouse, inviting you out to our real working dairy farm in 84 Pennsylvania. Not only will you enjoy watching the heifers in the field and the baby calves in the mini barnyard, but you should also come hungry for our fabulous farm fresh cooking. Step inside the Springhouse for hot roast beef sandwiches, turkey and stuffing, hickory smoked ham, stuffed cabbage rolls, real mashed potatoes, and a whole lot more. A different menu each day. The locals tell their friends that our famous chocolate milk is the official drink of the Springhouse. And be sure to save room for apple pie, ho-ho cake, Oreo cheesecake, or lots of other from-scratch goodies for dessert. Have I made you hungry yet? Let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. 724-228-3339 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com
11: So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur and Lavette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work so I was at a dead end.
9: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com.
11: I've been hearing Dynovite on the radio for years. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, <laughs> I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dynovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch a itch. And he started to put weight on.
9: Dynovite is nutrition.
11: I wish that we would have started the Dynovite right away. It would have been so much easier. I won't believe how happy your dog will be. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dynavite for 90 days.
8: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com.
11: Where can you find a high-quality, locally hand-built mattress at a Factory Direct value? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our Factory Direct business model allows us to provide a better quality mattress at a better price when compared to mainstream mattress brands. That's because we manufacture our mattresses in our local factories and sell them directly to you, eliminating the middleman markup and saving you money. And we can provide fast local delivery as well as pickup seven days a week at our factory location. Visit an original mattress factory location
12: near you.
2: What are you holding up? Oh, it's a
0: little powder. Not powder. Yeah. Covered girl powder. Sitting over here, John Hall's
2: got. To work <laughs> we didn't have to worry about that when we were just on radio. Yeah, I got a little. Now that we're on uh, Facebook Live every day for crying mm-hmm. out loud, the whole Very things nice. different.
0: It's a little powder puff. It's all messed up. Oh. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> a little powder puff. For those
2: of you powder. that don't watch the show, let me just say you're missing out. Oh, it's
0: it's <laughs> fabulous. If, uh, <laughs> fabulous.
2: I like how the the color of the compact
0: matches your shirt. Thank you. I planned it that way. It's very nice. As I was taking a shower this morning (laughs) with my loofah. (laughs) What the heck? What's happened to radio?
2: We're like in this brave new world and I don't feel very courageous tell you right now. Anyway okay so I heard about the Probably the worst lawsuit in history. And there are a lot of bad lawsuits that I've read. This could take the cake. Right. Or the burger, depending on how you want to say it.
0: So a food photographer apparently deserves a raise because a woman from Russia has sued McDonald's after claiming that a cheeseburger ad, the photo she saw, was so tempting that it caused her to break her fast during Lent. Uh,
2: Now, you have to have a lot of something to do that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. uh, The woman's name, uh, Kasina Ovenchikova, filed a lawsuit against McDonald's for its role in spoiling her Lenten fast. The, of course, you know, six-week observance. In a statement, Ovenchikova says that she was walking around the streets of Omsk, Omsk, O-M-S-K, Mm -hmm. during Lent back in 2019, when her eyes were drawn to an advertisement with photos of McDonald's signature dishes, the cheeseburger and the chicken McNugget. Not having eaten meat for roughly a month at that point and having faithfully observed Lent fasting for 16 years prior, the woman, quote, succumbed to the mouth-watering photos (laughs) and ordered herself a cheeseburger Uh only to instantly regret it after finishing the meal, that's not the first time people have quote in the actions of McDonald's. I see a violation of the consumer protection law. I ask the court to investigate and if a violation has taken place to oblige McDonald's to compensate me for moral damage in the amount of 1,000 rubles, 1,000 rubles. I mean, get out of here. That's the equivalent of $13 and 50 cents. She's arguing the company should be restricted in how they advertise during Lent. Who has enough time
2: lent. to do, I mean...
0: The uh, Bishop of Moscow yeah. is urging uh, Ovechanka to go to confession instead of court. All right. The Russian courts have yet to move forward with a lawsuit due to the issues...
2: Due to how stupid that issue mm-hmm. is. That's why they've declined. Right.
0: I mean, yeah, go to confession instead of court. No, I think although, I although, although, to be fair... When you do, uh, th- and the the photograph that comes in this article, we're looking at this article from something called Petapixel, which is a photography uh, uh, website. Right. The food photograph of the uh, said cheeseburger
2: is really outstanding.
0: It looks scrump- scrumptiously delicious, does it not? Scrumptiously delicious. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could go. I mean, there's there's nothing better than a cheapy McDonald's burger.
2: It, as I said, right. It smells so good. Yeah. And you know what I love? I love the little onion, that little tiny little, oh, little like bit. yeah, the little grated tiny. Mm-hmm. It's not much, It's just no. enough. And the pickle. Pickle's good. Yeah. It's really really good. I love it. Is there it. a
0: McDonald's near too bad like if there was a McDonald's like close by, I would go there right now. Like I would <laughs> right. get up and leave this would second. I have to finish the show alone. All alone. And and how about this, that what Jim Gaffigan, the lone hidden McDonald's
2: fry? Oh no, the bonus fry.
8: Mm. <laughs> bonus
2: fry at the bottom of the bag. Yeah. How about the? You uh, don't think you're not expecting it? No, but there it is. You think it? You like? You think you're done? And Then you look in there and you're like,
0: wait a minute. Whenever I have fries and I don't have ketchup, it seems like a waste of time.
2: Do you ever use vinegar? Malt vinegar?
0: Uh. Oddly, when I used to go to Arthur Treacher's. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What, was that when you were like in the cast of Mary Poppins? Like, what was happening then? <laughs> you were...
0: remember Arthur Treachers? N-
2: not, I remember the name.
0: It was a. It was a. Um, was it
2: like Long John Silver's?
0: Yeah, It was a, a a British fast food chain. Okay, Arthur Treachers, and it was the first time they ever had malt vinegar on your fish, like a big. You it's know, delicious. It's super delicious. It's
2: really good. One year we went out to uh, Kennywood for Word FM Day, and uh, Jeff. I can't remember Jeff's last name. But he was the PR guy at Kennywood. And Jeff. Oh,
0: Jeff. Oh, yeah. He's friends with Megan. Yeah. Great guy. Jeff
2: Faleco. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, because he treated us really well that day, and he brought oh, us that? potato patch fries. But this is what can, we've all had potato patch fries. But he brought us to sample on the air every single topping that they have. What a guy! And if you're not like paying attention at the potato patch, because usually you're so hungry, you've been waiting in line for so long, you just want to get through and get your thing. There are so many more options than you ever knew there were.
0: The accoutrements.
2: So good. Mm-hmm. Everything from like onion salt mm-hmm. to malt vinegar. To cheese, to bacon, to garlic salt, yeah. to, you know, salt and, and pepper. It's just really fabulous. Okay. Anyway, speaking of that, uh, Pittsburgh Restaurant Week has started.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, now, was, it, was there Pittsburgh Restaurant I Week? I think they, they did, they take did out, it take virtually
2: out or something. Yeah, I mean, it's just because COVID ruins everything. Um, but it started August 9th, which was yesterday, and it goes through the 15th. And if you go to the website at pittsburghrestaurantweek.com, you'll see that there are all sorts of, um, menus that you can look at, people that are offering, spe- people, restaurants that are offering specials to celebrate really? restaurant week. Um, but I thought it'd be a good time for us to talk about restaurants that are like near and dear. Like places that we love, places that we patronize, and maybe even places we have not gone to since before
0: COVID. In a long time. Before we start, I just want to say this, that I see a sign, excuse me, every year for the Greek food festival.
2: Oh, the one at the church in Oakland?
0: I never go. Oh. And I lived in a Greek neighborhood in Queens. And I mean, multiple times I would have a souvlaki Mm -hmm. with fries.
2: Huh? Oh, I bet that's delicious. Oh, and,
0: but when I come back to Pittsburgh, you can't find a good like place that has souvlaki.
2: It's not a strong town for
0: Greek food. No, it's not.
2: It really isn't. Now, the Greek food festival, though, I'm I'm not. I'm sorry that I don't know which church it is uh, near Forbes in Avenue in Oakland. That's yeah. the one I go to prior to COVID. I tried to do that every year. Did you? Yeah, I was pretty committed to it.
0: We probably missed it. Was it this year?
2: Well, it's usually not until the fall.
0: Okay. Because I see th- there's a, you know, in, in the east end of the city, there's a Greek restaurant or Greek. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You mean church? <laughs> Greek church. <laughs> That's different than restaurants. Bless me, Father. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I do. I, I yearn for the souvlaki. Okay. Now, do you like a gyro? Giros? Yes,
2: or hero, depending on yeah. how you. I, mean, it's I love okay. it. No, no, I love it. The suvlaki is superior. No, I would in every say way. a gyro or no, no, hero. No, no. That would be totally in my wrong. top five favorite food options ever.
0: I would say souvlaki isn't up there for me. Okay,
2: I've never had souvlaki,
0: so it's chunks of lamb, okay, And a hot pita bread mm-hmm. with lettuce, tomato, onion, and a yogurt sauce.
2: That sounds exactly like. How's, oh. how's
0: that different than it? No, because the sou- the, gy- the gyros is that pressed. It's like. lamb that's pressed together and then it's you know lightly skimmed off these are chunks of lamb chunks
2: okay so it's the same topping but the lamb is in a different form yes
0: okay and it doesn't have the 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 gyro spice on it thing
2: oh i love that spice it's okay it's all right Oh, i love that
0: you ever do like frozen gyros
2: that's horrible i mean no it's not that's. It's just skip it altogether. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's
8: kind of rough. It's just
2: really upsetting. Okay. <laughs> it's rough. I want to talk about um, a couple places that came to mind when I was thinking of Pittsburgh Restaurant Week. I'm not saying these, these restaurants are offering specials. I'm just saying, because I don't know if they are or they aren't. I'm just saying these are places I love that I think I want you to consider patronizing. With
0: the caveat that you, I think above all, are a very adventuresome restaurant That's true. goer. That's
2: true. Right? You are. That's true. And
0: very faithful.
2: Yeah, I do try to. And mm-hmm. places that I like, I really, especially during COVID, I really tried to stick to.
0: Right. And none of those places include Taco Bell. No. I've Which never, I like.
2: I've never been there.
0: I like a Taco yeah. Bell. I
2: like Taco Bell. Okay, Thank I'm you. I love Taco Me Bell. Too. Okay, that's fun. Have you ever been to Taco Bell? Never. I haven't.
0: See, see. I, right.
2: Yeah. That's all right, though. I mean, i fine. I want all the Taco Bells to survive too. Okay, how about speaking of a Mexican food? Um, where do I go to first? I guess I go El Campesino on McKnight Road. Yeah. Very much appreciate El Campesino on times. McKnight Road. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a place in the North Hills called Wheelfish? Don't it's know a it. barbecue place. Oh. It's maybe a half a mile off of McKnight Road. It's like tucked back into like a neighborhood. What's it you, called? Wheelfish.
0: Spelled W
2: H E E L. Fish. Uh huh.
0: And it's a barbecue place. Uh huh. It doesn't make any sense.
2: I know. It's delicious. Really? really fabulous in the North Hills. Um, I'll also give props to Butter Joint. I've talked about them several times yeah, in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enjoy Butter Joint, mm-hmm. which is, uh, in North Oakland on, uh, North Craig Street. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Abbey? I like the Abbey a lot on Butler Street in Lawrenceville. I've been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun mm-hmm. place. Um, how about Pho which is a Vietnamese place on in the what? Strip on Penn Avenue? I've never been there. Oh. What?
0: Is it a takeout? Favon. It is. A,
2: yeah, but the, you can eat in, too.
0: Really? I love... Th-
2: I know. That's where I... The food that I've gotten, the Vietnamese food I've gotten is from there.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. So
2: you already know you like it. Yeah, I You do. just haven't been there in person.
0: Do you like pho or pho?
2: Pho. It's not my favorite. Oh. It's not what I, I like the rice vermicelli bowls. All day. All day yeah. long.
0: It's like eating a flower. It's so fragrant. There's so much in there. Oh, it's so delicious. Yeah.
2: Vietnamese food mm. is,
0: don't you think it's top shelf? This is wrong. We it should, is. We wait, no, no, wait. I'm going on. I'm going oh, on. We should not be talking about this. All right, I'm going to mix
2: it up. How about the porch in Oakland?
0: Oh, I love the porch. One I of my really, favorite places. Me too. I just love the setting. I know.
2: And I love it in the summer.
0: Everything about it.
2: When you can, when everything's open. I was there last be, week. Were you?
0: I was there last week sitting outside in a two-top and there's the the University of Pittsburgh straight ahead. To your right is the Carnegie Museum. Right. There's the Green the, Lawn. The I mean, library's there. Everything.
2: Phipps is right there. You can't go wrong. No,
0: and I've not had a bad meal there. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like standard porch. American fare.
2: Love the porch. Um, Royal Myanmar. If you've never had Burmese food. Oh, yeah. Royal Myanmar is, it's like, it's a tiny little place in Westview. Mm-hmm. I give it total props. Very Royal nice. Myanmar. Love, love that. Right. If you like Indian food. Or you like Thai food? You'd like Burmese food.
0: I do. I, I like, like any it. food. Yeah. Look at me. I like to have any. food. I
2: think food. you should give
0: them a try. All right. And so it's restaurant week. So they're yeah. are they running any? Like, can you show me yeah. a
2: coupon? You can look on the website. There are all sorts of specials.
0: And Taco Bell, <laughs> and the cinnamon crisps. Why not? Bring it. A story of God's blessing from the
1: International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. Katerina, a Holocaust survivor.
2: Katerina was one of many children when she was younger, and she remembers her mother and her father, all the good times that they had with the synagogue and Jewish life,
9: and she'll never forget the day the Nazis came in. I am blessed to thank the American people again because you brought me food today, and you saved me from hunger.
6: She said, Americans are here to save me once again. This
9: is from Christians in America. We're going to be here with you.
1: A gift of $25 to the fellowship helps provide one survival food box for a poor elderly Jew. Call 800-489-8585. 800-489-8585. That's 800-489-8585. Or give online at helpjewishpeople.org. That's HelpJewishPeople.org
11: looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances from mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans figure can help you find the loan that's right for you figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks figure out your finances at figure.com figure lending LLC equal opportunity lender NMLS 1717824 terms and conditions apply
12: looking for the perfect way to save cash every month without changing your lifestyle cash call mortgage has rates and aprs in the low twos on their 15 and 10 year products that's right rates and aprs in the low twos and that can save you hundreds of dollars every month how much cash would you save if your mortgage rate was in the low twos it's easy to find out just call cash call mortgage today their quotes are always free Do you have a vacation home or investment property you want to refinance? Cash Call Mortgage has competitive conventional rates for those properties, too. They pay title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Start saving cash without changing your lifestyle. For a free quote and to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call now. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Cashcall mortgage is the dba of impact mortgage corp nmls id 128231 not all applicants will qualify equal housing lender not licensed in all states including new york call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit us at CashcallMortgage.com.
4: why doing it right roofing siding and remodeling as an owens corning roofing platinum preferred contractor it's simple it's in their name they're doing it right and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver call 724 new roof what is the right call doing it right Whether it's offering curbside or next-day delivery for online orders on over 160,000 parts or getting involved in their local communities, when it comes to serving you, Napa's Motor
0: never quits. That's Napa know-how. All right, so Kath has been taking us through the restaurant week, which is good. Now, Christy, uh, do you have, like, you hear Kath, you know, she, she is opining here about any number of restaurants. Do you have a favorite place you go to? So, like fast food, or you name Anything. it. When you go, I'm ready for a meal. Is there like a high end place and a you know a regular place?
3: So if I'm too lazy to cook dinner, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to uh, Yafe in Robinson. Oh yeah, I yeah. like that a lot.
12: Yeah, Yaffe. yeah. What
3: is it? It, so, I always just get sushi from there. Yeah. But you can get, I think, like any type of Chinese. Yeah, type sushi's food. excellent. Yeah. Sushi. Yeah. I,
0: I, who doesn't like Well, I love sushi. Yeah. Well, every time I eat sushi, my wife's like, she tells me the same story. I'm sure I've heard it 10,000 times. A woman I used to work with oh, in New no. York City, she had some bad sushi, then she okay. got a bug in her stomach, and the rest of her life was ruined. Okay. And while I'm eating it, while I'm eating it.
3: Well, it's <laughs> like $17 for some, so. Yeah. It's... For like just like four pieces. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, better, you... better not be getting sick from it.
0: Kath used to get her a gecko. Her, her sushi is sushi. I got
2: it a couple times
3: at the
0: get-go. get-go. She when bought you're, gas like, station sushi. market sushi. district.
2: No, no, no. no. Yes. Yeah, like the get-go. Like yeah, the market yeah, district yeah. get-go. Yeah. Oh,
0: the market district is good.
2: Oh, all of a sudden you a... like it. Now that she said it's okay, now you say it's well, okay. I like Christy. Oh, yeah, thanks a <laughs> John lot. John and I are besties. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you need sushi, you get it where you can get it.
0: Well, you got to be careful because like Rhonda June, right? All, all of a sudden her friend, her life was ruined because of bad sushi. Ruined, no. ruined, ruined. Okay, give Gosh. us one more. G- g- g-
2: okay, I'm going to go top shelf here. Okay. Altius. not Washington. Yes. You and I ate there.
0: Oh, oh. That was one of the best meals we've Say had no in recent more. years. Is yeah. that true? Because somebody paid for it. Yeah, exactly.
2: We weren't paying for God. it. Fabulous.
0: Hey, thanks for being along. We're a mix. We're just throwing stuff, having a good time. But there's always God in the middle. Have a, Have great a good night. night. The Ride
1: Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.